Hey, 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 welcome to the Really Charlie Podcast, where we talk about what you really want to. Tune in every Saturday from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Welcome aboard. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, folks. Welcome, folks. Little Jamaica Funk by Tom Brown. Hey, just want to talk to you a little bit today. Welcome to my podcast. I'm trying to get this thing going, you know. It's the Really Charlie podcast where we really talk about what you really want to talk about. So, that being said, you know, things are going on. Huh? Things are going on in this world at covid Hopefully everyone's staying safe, you know, washing your hands, using a hand sanitizer, putting a mask on, staying six feet away, you know, do all those things. It's only for our benefit, our benefit as, as a community in general. I mean, that's a high, high up there, like, was it 3,000 last yesterday? So, and um, New Bedford school system uh, here is uh, pretty high too. Like I said, this is the Really Charlie podcast, and I'm coming to you every Saturday from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern Time, and we're going to talk about whatever. You know, I'm a self-published poet. I like writing and reading poetry. I'm going to do a couple of episodes uh, where we talk about poetry, and um, and I read some. So stay tuned. But today's topic is... Uh, let's see. Would you get married on Christmas? So your spot, your friend, girlfriend, boyfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend, boyfriend, boyfriend, whatever it may be, comes up to you and says, will you marry me? And you say yes. And then you and your spouse decide that you want to get married on Christmas. Would you do it? A simple question. Feel free to join in. You know, we're going to talk about this. I, I can invite you to the screen. You know, if you have that access through your phone, PC, whatever it may be. And we can um, actually talk about this. You put you on display here. Uh, So, no, personally, I think Christmas is uh, is about family, dinner, hanging out, enjoying yourself. You know, uh, obviously, you know, birth of Christ. You know, and then sometimes it changes where it's not all about religion. You know, we kind of watered it down, or not watered it down, but we made it commercialized. And it's about, you know, giving and receiving gifts. And uh, and that's when we come up with, you know, Black Friday, all those different things, you know, start off the season. But what we're going to talk about is, would you get married? Would you get married on this day? Feel free to comment. Send me a comment so I can uh, read it. Got some comments coming in. Yeah. 
So let's check it out. You know, let's see. Hey, we got BJ. BJ's on on the air. How you doing? Thank you for your support. Um, and I appreciate it. This is uh, this is something I've been wanting to do for a long, long time. So I just uh, basically want to, you know, get it started on the ground level. Uh, I may not be, uh, you know, up to par right now, but I'm going to get there. So, so we, you know, let's see what this is. We don't know when Jesus was born, so he, he won't mind. But what an anniversary of people did get married then. Hmm. Yeah, it could be, it'll be a strange, uh, uh, great anniversary everyone's around but personally me i don't think you should get married on christmas you know first of all if you have kids who's, who's going to babysit who, who's, everyone's wrapping gifts unwrapping gifts eating hanging out some people might be getting getting drunk this is a big, big holiday. So getting married on this day, to me, you, know, you could say really Charlie if you want, but I think it's selfish. You shouldn't get married on this day. Um, because let's face it, I'm going to, you get married, you got to invite friends and relatives. Uh, and they got to do a lot of things other than Christmas, other than rapping and 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 preparing for the holiday. Now they got to prepare for your wedding. So they got to, like I said, if they have kids, they got to get a babysitter. You know, you got a reception. So I'm not going to no reception all when I can stay home and, and eat a home-cooked meal. You know, but really, that's my opinion. And, um, but I, I, I think that all in all, getting married on that day may be a little selfish, unless you're just going to kind of take off and elope and go wherever you want to go, you know, down to the Caribbean, Mexico, you know, Key West, high in the mountains of Colorado and get married. You want to do all that? That's fine. You know, you and your, your fiance that turns into Mr. and Mrs. or Mr. and Mrs. or Mrs. and Mrs., whatever it may be. But the bottom line is on a day like that, it's something that shouldn't happen. Um, so what's your opinion? One of the users here says, "No, too cold, too many festivities." Yeah, I agree. You know, there's a lot of lot of things going on, um, and uh, so you know, someone says Puerto Rico. Yeah, yeah, I got some, I got some family getting married in Puerto Rico coming up. I can't wait. You know, I can't wait. So Puerto Rico. Good, good time. Went to Puerto Rico with a couple of my buddies, Julio and Abel. 
Oh my God, I laughed so much, it was unbelievable. Seven days of laughter, nonstop. Um, I wish we had videotaped that. That that would have been comical. Abel's a clown, he should be on TV. So, all right. And uh, let's see, let's hide this. All right. Like I said, my name's Charlie Perry. Some of you know me, some of you may not, but uh, I go by the name of Poetic Pulse, self-published author of several books and poetry. Um, I also wrote a book uh, on a New Bedford boxer named Andre McCoy, and uh, he was fatally killed in a plane crash, him and the U.S. Uh, Olympic team going over to Poland. Uh, one of the best experiences I ever had was writing that book. I uh, enjoyed it. I really did. And uh, I got to learn a lot about a young man from New Bedford. Um, in my opinion, there's no doubt in my mind that he would have uh, became a heavyweight mm -hmm. champion eventually, you know. And, uh, you know, we got a lot of New Bedford boxes here that uh you know definitely excelled in the, in the sport and some didn't but uh so that I wrote a book about him and uh very proud of it I also wrote some children's books about my old neighborhood and uh and I actually uh enjoyed it I enjoyed that experience and there's a lot of different writers here and and you know whether it's on social media in your community, wherever it may be, there's tons and tons of uh, people that write, and they write excellent. I, I Every time I see some of these writings, I say, wow, you should write a book. And it doesn't take long. It doesn't take much to write a book. You just got to commit every day to something, you know, whether it's a line here or there, you know, just commit to it. And, um, and then write your book. And when you have that book, you're, you're able to kind of, you know, in, in some cases you profit and in uh, other cases, what you can do is um, you will uh, leave your legacy, you know, behind where, you know, your children, your relatives, uh, you know, could look at that book and say, hey, you know, my brother wrote that, daddy wrote that, my husband wrote that, my wife wrote that, so on and so forth. You kind of pass that down, you know, something that they can have. So, but, uh, um, so uh, some, I think in the next, uh, two, three weeks, I'll, I'll come up with an episode where we're going to kind of talk about some poetry. I'll read some poetry, you know, but let's get back to the subject. All right. Let's see. Uh, let's show this comment here by BJ London. He says, I, I would. That would be beautiful with all the lights. Yeah, I agree. You know, it would be beautiful. But you've got a big family. You have family. Man, you're going to tell all of them you gotta, you're getting married on Christmas? I don't know, girlfriend. Uh, let's check out another comment. Let's see here. So, 
I would do a small intimate one on Christmas, then do a big reception when it gets warmer with COVID. Can't do big anyways. Yeah, that's true. We definitely can't. Nothing big, you know. But uh, it's it's definitely uh, you think about it. It's a it's a big expense. So Christmas is a big expense as it is, you know, in most cases. So um, you know, now you got a wedding you have to plan for. Uh, and then just think of it, family and friends are coming, you know, they, they got to give you a gift or two, some money financially may strap them. So, you know, it's an added expense, but, uh, you know, me and my, me and my wife, we got married in November. So it was just before Thanksgiving, just before, uh, and, and that was a good time. It was pretty warm that year um, and had a very good time. Like I said, best wedding I ever went to was my own. had a lot of fun. So, uh, so our dear outgoing president is getting himself into uh, not hot water, but he's actually uh, – you know, getting shut down by the federal court system. And, uh, you know, they're telling him, uh, no go, bro. No go, which is good. That man's not used to anybody telling him no. So uh, when someone's telling him no, he gets, he gets hurt. He gets hurt, disgruntled, pissed off. They made that show for him. Get all fired. Well, so, anyways, enough of that wasted energy here. So, feel free, you know, throughout throughout this this show, this podcast, or later on in the, uh, the next couple of days. Feel free to, if you want to talk about something now, we can talk about it. Just definitely doesn't have to be the subject that I'm, I'm mentioning. Um, and like I said, I really want to talk about what you want to talk about, whatever it may be. Uh, and I want to make you say, really, Charlie? So um, you may agree, disagree what I'm saying. But uh, like I said, you can leave a comment, say, Charlie, let's talk about this. Let's talk about that. You know, you may be bringing the subject forward to, uh, you know, our podcast, my audience, and uh, you may be the cream of the crop to talk about whatever you may want to talk about. So, but I have an email and it's really Charlie podcast at gmail.com. Feel free to uh, send me something. This video or this, this episode is going to be, premiered on Anchor also on Spotify. I will upload that. And with Anchor, they have a, a message system where you can actually, you know, click on it, click on the uh, my podcast and leave a message for me, you know, verbally, you know, you can do that. But I'm always open. I have my own fa Facebook page, uh, Facebook group.
um, really Charlie podcast. Um, and I have my own personal pages, but feel free, feel free to talk about whatever you want. So here's one. I got married December 5th, 1988. Well, congratulations. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's real close, but you know, it's two days prior to my birthday. And, um, but December 5th, that's a good time, you know, right after Thanksgiving, turn of the next month in December, and uh, that's nice. So, and by the way, happy anniversary. It's a little late, but, you know, belated happy anniversary. How about people's concern about COVID? And what your personal thoughts about it? Well, you know, personally, COVID is uh, it's definitely real. It's the real deal, the real deal. And um, you know, I don't think I ever took it for granted. Um, but uh, I was I was getting concerned, especially where people around me were getting sick, uh, whether it's friends at work or colleagues, whatever. You know, and then you see in the news on a daily basis that, uh, you know, people are dying and it was real. So real that they, we closed down everything, shutting down people, losing jobs, uh, definitely, um, you know, collecting unemployment. And and then we kind of forgot about the, the, the people, the frontline workers, you know, the nurses, doctors, uh, you know, police, fire, uh, ambulance, uh, and where they, they were putting themselves in harm's way. Uh, and I really, we, we got to commend them. We got to commend frontline workers, uh, for the job they're doing. And, uh, you know, hopefully we never, ever, ever have to go through this and, and may 2021 be a better year for us where we're back to normal, doing our thing, you know, enjoying our family and friends and uh, kind of eating and, and bringing our hard-earned money back to the local businesses. So, but everyone, please stay, stay safe. Continue to do what you've been doing all year, you know, washing your hands, hand sanitizer, masking your pretty faces, and, uh, and keep that, that distance. Uh, actually cut down on the activity outside your home. Uh, I think the governor is trying to do the best he can. Even our local mayor, he's doing the best he can. Um, when you look at it, would you like to be in charge of a situation like this and make drastic decisions? No, it it's, doesn't please everybody. Uh, and some of the decisions that, you know, administrators have to do, but it's a job that has to get done. So, hey, see Donna Grace just tuned in. How you doing? Uh, hey, BJ, I think we will see some COVID relief more towards the end of 2021. That's right. You know, I think uh, I think we will. And, you know, the the governor actually today announced that he was going to he's going to actually try to push for uh, some 
doses being given out by the end of the month. So he's being proactive and, and, and actually trying to excel, accelerate um, this process, this, uh, you know, COVID relief. And uh, so we'll see what happens. But I don't want any more people dying. We just can't have it. We can't have it. So let's see. Hello, CP. Hello, hello. How you guys doing? You know, the, uh, I, um, I'm a great, uh, big, big sports fan. You know, I, I love, um, I love sports. Oh, wait one second here before we continue. Got another question here, comment. What do you think about the vaccine shot? Do you think it's really safe? Well, I personally think that, um, you know, we, we, we definitely, uh, need to take, well, we don't need to take the shot, but I, I, I would personally, I would take that shot. Um, I believe it's safe. Eventually some, some people down the line were tested, uh, but it's a short term test, you know, it's definitely short term. They had to get something out and apparently it's helped out a few people, you know, 95% success rate. So, you know, I would, I would definitely take it. And, you know, it's either get very, very sick with COVID or die from COVID or take this, this, this vaccine. So, and, and what I, I would do personally is I would take that vaccine with no problems. Um, if something's going to happen to me, it's in God's hands and, uh, He'll heal me or take me out to the up up in the sky to heavens and uh I'll be with my friends and relatives up there. But you know, I don't won't encourage anybody not to take it. I think we should take it. I'm curious about who would take the vaccines and who wouldn't and why. Well, you know, the vaccine should definitely go to those medical workers right away. You know, they're every day they're uh, surrounded by, uh, oh, we're going to get back to that one right now. But, you know, it should go to the elderly and the frontline workers. Get that out there right, right away. Um, you know, and, uh, some people may not want to take it. And, uh, if that's the case, then you just don't take it, but you should actually be paying attention to your well-being, you know, your symptoms. And, and if you are getting sick, that's, that should be your responsibility to, uh, take care of yourself if you're not going to take this vaccine and, uh, and don't get anybody else sick. So if if you're going to try to do this on your own without this vaccine, you should pay attention and it's going to end up, you're going to end up in the hospital. So you're going to have to take something and uh, why not take something that's cure, that's going to cure people. I believe it is. So 
All right. Let's see here. Do you think the Cowboys are still a, or still a fans accept defeat as gracefully as a Patriots fan? Well, let's just say football fans are football fans. Nobody wants to lose. As a Patriot fan, as you can see, I got my Grogan jersey on, you know, because that last game was was so send me some reminders of way back when when the Patriots were kind of sneaking up the place. Um and uh although Grogan did he you know he did make it to the playoffs and uh he showed and proved about I mean that uh he had what it takes to reach the Super Bowl. However, they didn't do too good. So as far as uh Cowboys fans, Steelers fans, you know we're all gonna. They, we all gotta accept the defeat, and they're accepting it. You know, Cowboys are kind of right on the several, same level as the uh, the Patriots. As you're watching that team, they they kind of trick you. You know, like they did this week, this weekend. You know, that was a uh, first possession was pretty good. Thought they were gonna kind of control the game a little bit. You know, they're running the ball, they're moving the ball, and then you know. Like that coach, man, that's the Dallas Cowboys. You know, that that's the coach that they have. You know, there's so many things, you know. Maybe it's the owner. Maybe the owner is just, you know, people are kind of staying away from him, you know, because he he's getting down and deep into the bench and trying to make decisions. Yeah, it's his team, you know. It's it's his baby. I I get that, but in most cases, Jerry Jones just didn't let coaches coach, you know, or he let them coach until they dragged his team into the mud. And as far as Steelers fans, man, the team looks good, but they're running off, you know. They you think they're gonna blow out someone, and, and then they're they're just you know shucking and jiving, you know, and and barely beating people, so. Uh, in that running game, I'm surprised it's not, not there. When you talk about the Steelers, you know, you, you know they would, you know, run the ball. Uh, this year's team, it just it seems like they can't do it, even with Connor. He's been hurt, had COVID. So, but uh, I, I think that the only team in the AFC that's going to beat Kansas City is definitely the uh, – Pittsburgh Steelers. So anyone else, I think uh, they're going to have some problems. So. Let's see here. I think the Steelers are surprisingly good. The defense is by far superior, so I can see them going to the finals. I agree. I agree. Um, it's, Oh, man, what's homeboy's name? Oh, there, but 48, like Dupree, Dupree, great player, and they lost him. Um, that's too bad. I think he was going to have all pro season. Well, he was already in the whole pro season. He was doing well, and he makes a difference. He definitely makes a difference. That pressure is not like, you know, within two to three seconds with that kid. So we'll see what happens. Um 
you know. But I just want my team to beat the Dolphins this week, you know. Uh, Dolphins, another team, doing well, very well. Um, and they're, they're, they're going to be up there too, Buffalo. Um, however, I'm not uh, too convinced with, with Buffalo. Um, you know, I, I like uh, I like the Steelers beating Kansas City, or at least making it interesting. So, all right, let's see here. Let's go back to COVID here. All right, BJ, let's see. I'm on the fence about the vaccine. I plan on waiting a while after I see how it's affecting people. Well, you, you, believe it or not, you, you're, you're going to wait a while, you know, because by the time they get to you, it's probably going to be, uh, you know, between April and June. So that's four, four, four months away, you know. So, and so you're going to have time because, you know, those doses will come out, uh, be taken, you know, this month into next month. And uh, so you're going to see what's going on. Doctors will be able to see and evaluate this and check it out. And uh, and if something's not working, they're going to have to take it off the shelf, you know, and try to work out something else. So we'll see. Uh, let's check this out here. What do you think about the Dolphins with that w- rookie quarterback? Well, that dude's for real. You know, he's got an advantage. He, he's he, – he, He's got um I don't think he's up there with, with Steve Young, but you're he's similar to Steve Young, left hand quarterback, you know, throw the ball, run the ball, um, definitely can get it downfield. So um if the Dolphins could get someone uh you know get a, a number one or two receiver um better than what they have it can open up that field for that kid. I mean, he's doing well anyway, so I'm not going to second-guess the, the Dolphins. I look at their record. It speaks for itself. So, uh, Let's go through some of these comments here. All right. All right. Let's check this out. Any predictions for Super Bowl 54? Who would you protect the win? Predict the win. All right. Well, I got Kansas City definitely getting there. Um, and as far as the NFC, uh, the Seahawks seem like they were going to do well. The Saints uh, definitely don't have any confidence. Uh, and this is coming from Patriot fans, but I have no confidence in Tampa Bay. Um getting there, you know. So my opinion, it definitely is going to be Kansas City and either Seattle or the Saints, and that's my opinion. Let's see. I work for the railroad, and we were told that we are in phase two on taking a vaccine. Well, uh, excuse me for uh, being a little uneducated, you know, as far as phase one, two, or three. But um, 
you know, working actually, uh, working on the railroad, it definitely uh, huge populations going in and out of those railroad cars, cars. So, you know, you should definitely um, get vaccinated quicker than most. Um, transportation is real important, whether it's railroad, you know, the planes, airplanes, you know, the ships is not out there, you know, so definitely you need to be va vaccinated real quick, you know, so uh, good luck with that and uh, stay safe. Do the best you can now. I mean, do the best you can alone, you know, as far as personally, individually, you know, by doing all the proper precautions, you know, wash your hands, face mask, and, and uh, sand hand sanitizer. So, but uh, it's an interesting comment here. So, hold on. Is marrying for citizen citizenship still a thing? I remember when when you people made real cash doing that. Was it morally and ethically correct, even though it might have broke a few laws? Well, with the new laws, the new immigration laws, um, you know, just getting married isn't something that can get, get grant you citizenship right away. So, um, and as far as uh, making money off it, yeah, that happened. It happened with everybody, every kind of, you know, American citizens were doing that, you know, helping out foreigners, whether they're f friends or immigrants, uh, you know, coming overseas, coming, excuse me, coming from overseas and wanting to be a citizen. So, you know, people got married and uh, they would, they had to, and they got paid for it. But uh, that's, I guess the American American way, you know, it, it happened. We all know it's happening. So, but uh, as far as being a citizen, citizen, excuse me, citizen, because you got married to a U.S. citizen, doesn't grant you citizenship. Um, so, not this day and age. If things change, you know, then we'll see. All right, let's see. Let's go through. So, well, got about 20 minutes. And uh, what do you want to talk about next week, next Saturday at 6 p.m. till 7? What do you want to talk about with Charlie on the Really Charlie podcast? Um, you know, there's many things that might come up. You may see something on social media that you might want to talk about. You know, feel free to bring it to my attention and uh, and we'll talk about it. Once again, my email here for the Really Charlie podcast is really Charlie podcast at gmail.com feel free to send me an email i check my emails every day and i definitely will respond to you and uh if you want me to share your question i will do that so get in touch with me 
There's a new comment here. How do you handle people who do not respect social distancing and arrow, sorry, the, the arrows at the store and have you, have you had to accept it or have you had to confront a violator? Well, mainly, you know, I haven't confronted anybody and uh, I definitely hope that people respect the rules and regulations. Um, how I would confront them, uh, basically, you know, you really don't have to confront someone if they're too close to you. Just step away, you know, step away. If you're actually on a spot, you know, maybe at the registers and, you know, stay on that spot. And uh, uh, you can basically, you know, you can tell someone, you know, can you step away in a nice way? But uh, some people are real can be real dis disrespectful. And um, seen on the news today where uh, young man was uh, questioned about, you know, his distancing and masking and so on and so forth. And he threw a vase at one of the hotel workers. So here's someone that's just doing their job and they're getting something thrown at them, you know, a dangerous weapon. Anything could have happened with that vase hitting someone, glass, uh, uh, something flying in their eye, hitting them on the head, you know. And so, you know, people like that need to be dealt with. Um, legally, maybe even illegally, uh, by punching them in the head, you know. But uh, then again, you're working, so you don't want to do that. You know, employees don't want you getting in confrontations with anybody, so you know you might just have to dial nine one one and let them take care of it, like they did today. So, and. Uh, so, sports, sports, sports. About my Celtics, looking pretty good. Now, you know, growing up, I was a huge, huge uh, uh, Magic Johnson fan. I grew up, you know, middle school, enjoying the Lakers. Um, and I switched over once I came back home to Massachusetts and uh, was enjoying the Celtics, uh, and, but I stepped away from the Lakers because of what they did to my man Magic, you know. Guy got HIV in there, you know, trying to stay away from him. I get that. We were all scared, intimidated. We really didn't want anything to happen. But, uh, you know, they set up their little – they set up their precautions, and uh, Nick Van Exel was crying, and uh, the Lakers decided to get rid of Magic for – you know, he was coaching. So at that point, it made me really, really disgruntled. And uh, and I stopped brewing for them. So, but I'm a Celtic fan. I love what I see, you know, now, initially, before, you know, before and during the draft, I uh, thought Danny Ainge was failing us. He was failing us, you know, and the, I thought those picks wasn't really going to get us anybody. And I, I was, but nobody wanted to trade for them either. You know, they, everyone knew that this draft was definitely not a good one. So, 
you know, as far as knowing these players that are playing and uh, he just didn't see enough. So how is you going to draft them and give them an instant first round status, you know? So, uh, but with Tristan Thompson, Thompson, uh, I love it, dude, Teague, you know, those, those dudes, uh, they're, they're starters in most, on most teams, you know, or even if they're coming off as, you know, a sixth or seventh player, they're actually going to produce. I think they're going to produce more than, uh, you know, Enos Cantor did and, uh, and, and Wanamaker, which that's another thing. I didn't want Wanamaker, and I didn't like anything about his game whatsoever other than that he could uh, knock down 90, 93% of his free throws, something like that. So uh, it's going to be a tough – not a tough – it's going to be a good team. Uh like to see Marcus coming off the bench and be that six-man person. And and, uh, and then later when Kimba comes back, it would be nice to see T and uh, Marcus coming off the bench at the same time as the one and two. And uh, that would be nice. But I, I wish there was a power forward out there, you know, that can join this team, you know, and let Tristan play the center. Uh, but a, a nice, strong, strong, power forward, intimidator, someone that's going to bang around and uh, and be that force under the boards, you know. But uh, Tatum should have a good year. Uh, Jalen, as, as also, he should have a good year. My boy Kimba, I love him. And uh, there's some static about, you know, his injury. Hey, the guy got hurt. He's hurt. He needs to get back. He needs to get well. And uh, he was hurt during the playoffs, and he couldn't do anything. And that's expect. That's understandable. You know, going on the court, you got an injury. And guess what? You're not going to make shots. You're not going to speed by people. You're not going to go to the hoop and get that contact and get on the free throw line. Those are all the things he was doing. Uh, Prior to the, you know, I think the injury was long. It was throughout the season. So, anyways, you know, he he's going to get healthy, and uh, so got to go down to Philly and beat Philly. And uh, Brooklyn's got that uh, Durant and Kyrie. I want Kyrie to lose every game. So, so here's a comment here. Let's check this out. You think Danny Ainge has made good decisions? Well, I just I touched on that a little bit, and um, I, I think the decisions he, he's he's definitely you know made some good decisions as far as getting Teague and, and Tristan. You know, those are good. Uh, so we'll find out how bad his draft picks are when they're on the court and see if they can excel in the NBA or if they're going to be main red claws and uh, like everybody else on that team, uh, on that bench. I've never seen so many people on the bench that just can't produce um, other than maybe Williams, but we don't need Williams. We definitely don't need Williams. He's, uh, he's a diamond dozen in the league, so. 
That's just my opinion. Wish we had a Celtic team like, I believe, the 86 Boston champions. Well, that breed is definitely, you know, it's, it's come and gone. Uh, and we, we definitely, uh, uh, we can we can get some. Uh, oops. We um, doing all right. We're definitely doing all right. A few more pieces, like I said, a power forward, good point guard coming off the bench, which we already have. So, you know, it's it's going to be interesting. So I don't like the fact that a lot of the big names demand to play for certain teams, causing teams to be stacked and dominant. There should be restrictions, I think, on how trades are being made. Oh, I agree. I mean, they're, they're definitely trying to pick and choose where they go. You know, everybody wants a championship. Everybody wants to play um, with that. A1 player, you know, uh, two A1 players, you know, they definitely, they're trying to make sure that, um, well, they, they're trying to maneuver and get to those particular teams, you know, the, the big Greek, he's, you know, the, 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 the feel is, is that he's going to be with the Lakers next year. So, and I don't doubt it and I don't blame him for going there. Uh, however, remember what they did to Chris Paul when he tried to go to the Lakers, you know, they shut that down, you know, what happened to all that? You know, they're not shutting down these trades or these, uh, I think, I think recruiting is improper recruiting, you know, they, these players are talking to each other and, uh, and that's how they're doing the recruit recruiting. It's, it's basically not the coaches doing it. It's the players, you know, when they're going out and, seeing each other in the off season or even maybe during the season, you know, uh, and they're probably putting a bug in their ear to come, come to my team, you know, think about it, you know? So, you know, like Tristan, Tristan Thompson, he had mentioned about, you know, he was always observing the, the Boston Celtics from afar and they had a good young nucleus and, you know, they were doing well. Well, you know, and, if he had bad intentions, you know, he'd say, hey, you know, I'm going to go to the Celtics. But so all the players do this. They look and they kind of, you know, observe and, and check out, man, I'll be a good fit for that team. Let me go down there, you know. Like a Jimmy Butler, he knew what he was doing. I'm go down to Miami. Why am I going to play for Philadelphia? Got Embiid. He was a disgruntled. He keeps a bad funk in the air, you know, in the gym. He, he He's not playing to his full potential, whether he's scoring all them points and getting all those rebounds and blocks. Guess what? I'll, I'll definitely say he's not doing the best he can, you know. A guy with that size and that talent should be doing a whole lot more than what he, he's doing. And I think somebody like Jimmy Butler had seen it. We uh, – um, I mean, look at Tobias Harris. That kid was, was he was a good, he still is, he's a good NBA player. But during that playoffs, you look at him, 
he there was something on his face in his eyes he was unhappy he just wasn't in the game he was there were spurts and times he was in the game but you know the years prior that guy was taking the ball along the wings he was taking control of the game um and in philadelphia didn't allow him to do that and the guy was just not feeling well he just wasn't feeling the team and i'm so you know his contract's going to keep him there you know this year but uh he um he was unhappy and uh i think if he was a, there was a happier tobias harris maybe they would have done a whole lot better than uh what they did so And I, I really, really appreciate everybody coming on and uh, commenting and uh, definitely, uh, you know, sharing your time with me. You could be doing something else, you know, and I really appreciate it. So there's another comment here. Do you think college sports should be shut down or should they play? Well, if there's some kind of uh, control with these players, you know, they, they, are, they are in a college environment around thousands and thousands of people. So, um, and uh, I, I would like to see, I always like to see sports being played. Um, and I think they should play. They should play only because, you know, they, Although they're there for an education, but the primary reason why they're in school is 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 to play basketball. So anything can happen in a year um, with them not playing basketball. You know, they can get hurt. You know, with the COVID, they can die. But um, you know, I think playing basketball is not going to hurt anybody. It's it's a job. It's their job. You know, they they. And, and so you got to treat basketball practices and, and basketball training, basketball games as if, if it was your job. And, and part of our job today is to, to mask and, and social distancing and all that. We, the, so the players have to have that mindset to do their job. We're taking jump shots and keeping fit. You know, there's also a job where they have to keep themselves safe. And uh, the priority is to keep yourself safe so you can play basketball and have a good future. Um, going to the next uh, college party um, down the street and being unsafe, especially uh, where they're actually uh, – you know, maybe some drinking and, and drugging and so on and so forth. So you're not thinking straight. So going to that party, is it good for you? Is it is it something you want to do? Um, it's probably going to put you in a steady situation. So not going is a good thing. Maybe going down to the gym and shooting some more free throws or, uh, you know, doing something like that or getting to study hall and study for your next uh, – exam in school, you know, do those things. COVID tells you to do those things because COVID would kill you. So why don't you do the right thing?
Hey, hey, Elvin Ramos. How you doing? My boy. How you doing? Got that brand new Mustang. Making me jealous. Yeah, I got one too, but that was just brand new. Brand new. You must be cooking. So must be cooking. Putting the wife in on the table and cooking her food and uh doing nice things and uh raking the leaves outside, you know, you must be doing that stuff, you know, because you basically talk to her and she said, Yeah, you can get the Mustang. So I don't know what you're doing. That Spanish cooking must be doing something, you know. But Alvin, my favorite artist, man, the dude is has definitely been there for me. He's done some illustrations for some of my books. He's done some artwork that I handed out to family and friends as gifts. Uh, another local artist doing his thing. And uh, we worked on the job quite a few years. But before the job, we were friends, neighborhood friends, South End kids from the city of New Bedford, the Whaling City. So, no, unfortunately, quarantine uh, for the past few weeks. Yeah, well, Alvin, you stay safe, man. Love you like a brother. Don't be getting sick on me. And uh, don't let anybody else get you sick either. If it's got to be you and your family in your house, then that's it. You know, as long as people around you are being responsible. Uh, you know, but, uh, we got about seven minutes left, so feel free to leave a comment. We can talk about whatever and, uh, give you a little history about the name. Really? Charlie comes from Michelle Perry, my wife, uh, and things I do good, bad, and stupid. You know, she says, really, Charlie? Yeah, so that's where I came up with this title. And it stuck. It stuck so well that uh, now my grandkids say, really, Papa? So, but I love it. And I'm going to be with you every week, similar to what we're doing right now. You StreamYard, uh, Facebook Live. I'm going to do all that I can to to talk to you about whatever. I think right now we should be having discussions and sharing stories and talk about issues, period, you know, um, whether they're personal or, uh, uh, you know, as long as they're not private, you know, we, uh, we're going to continue to, uh, have this really Charlie podcast and, uh, Feel free to spread the word and uh, send me an email when you can. All right. Hey, I'll be looking for you guys too, man. All right, let's see this. Love the show so far. Look for the next show. Yeah, I look forward to it too. You know, thank you for the love and support. Um, and I appreciate it. I uh, 
like I said, I want to do a lot of things with this. Uh, kind of laugh, joke around. I want to bring some of my comedian friends on, like uh, Danny Fernandes and Evo Marcio, where we can kind of go back and exchange different uh, things and, and make people laugh on the show. You know, that's what we do. Uh, so we're going to do a couple of things. Uh, I'll keep you in tune of our next show. Definitely uh, will be next Saturday. I'm also going to be going on some of my groups uh, and doing face li uh, Facebook Live things on like the old Bay Village page that I have on Facebook and kind of have an open discussion on there about different things. So, but uh, uh, let's see. Okay. Well, this is the really Charlie podcast, and I just want to let you know that I appreciate your love and support. Tune in next week, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. here on uh, our group, the Really Charlie Podcast group here on Facebook. And I'm also going to be having different segments on uh, Anchor and Spotify. So feel free to send me an email at reallycharliepodcast at gmail.com. Send me a message, anything, get in touch with me, and uh, stay safe. Stay safe, mask, mask that beautiful face, wash your hands, hand sanitizer, and keep your groups to a very small, small amount, okay? Love you guys. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Whatever your wishes may be. But still, you guys will make my day every week if you comment and say, really, Charlie, God bless. Love you.